Welcome to the Transform Your Wealth and Health Podcast, where experts in wealth, health, and fitness help transform your life. Here's your host, Andy Arder. Today's guest is a buddy of mine, all-round entrepreneur, retailer, landlord, and property trainer. He's also one of Scotland's finest. It's John Mann. How are we doing, John? Unbelievable and doing tremendous as well. I knew you would be, John. You're that kind of a guy. Thank you. <laughs> now, we first met at a property training event in London a couple of years ago. And at the time, I was incredibly impressed by your application because you traveled down from Glasgow and was staying in London for the whole weekend and put a tremendous amount of effort in. And that's the first thing that attracted me to you because I knew you put a tremendous amount of effort in. Thank you. That's very kind. So tell us about your early life and background, John. Well, I'll do my best and keep it short and not put everybody to sleep. No, you keep it as long as you like. Basically, you know, I'm 49. I was a product of last of the baby boomers, British-born Chinese. I'm very proud of that. Came from a typical working-class Chinese family. Worked from a very young age, at 12 actually, in my dad's takeaway. So I've learned to apply myself very early on. Just how hard work grafted in me, basically. Dad says, work hard, study hard, get a good job. Everything will be sorted for your life. So I ended up... What was you doing at 12, John? What was I doing at 12? I was helping yeah, out, I got to ask. Yeah, I was helping out with the counter, taking orders. I was helping out the kitchen when they were short-staffed. I was helping out with cleaning. I was helping out with washing up. Yeah, just did everything, taking out mm-hmm. the garbage. You name it. Even scraping yeah. snow off the damn car, you know. <laughs> so you, you, your family were getting you working for a living oh yeah i knew what hard work meant yeah trust me i guessed as much because i say since i've known you whenever i speak to you you're always putting a shift in oh i know what a shift is uh 12 14 <laughs> hours is not a problem for me mate not a problem mm. so tell us all about the background john yeah basically i i did uh, i did okay at school i went to university got myself my engineering degree and I uh, found myself working in uh, Hong Kong. Now, I didn't, I didn't want to be working there for a long time, but two years, 24, 26, and then ended up, I was working there for about 12, 13 years. And the last four years of them were, I was really depressed. I didn't like what I was doing. I had a young family, wife wasn't working, uh, trying to make ends meet. And I read this book my colleague brought in, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You probably oh, yeah. heard of that, yeah. Yes, yes. And I read it, and I dreamt of making it big in the business world. So I just got pissed off with Hong Kong, and I, I felt homesick. I was depressed. I came back to Glasgow where I'm bred, and I bought a chip shop because I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't have much life savings after 12, 13 years working in Hong Kong, very expensive city lost some money in the stock market, lost some money uh, selling my property when I was a motivated seller. And I, I, I bought a chip shop because I thought that was an easy thing to do and it, it didn't cost very much. I did okay. I did okay after a year. I took on a cafe and then mm-hmm. I, uh, my wife said, well, I want a piece of this cake I, and she bought a restaurant. So at one point I had three of these uh, things going. And then I think you guys have probably heard of the financial crisis that we all talk about. Yeah. Well, disposable income really dried up 
my cafe and my restaurant really hurt. And once again, I became a motivated seller. So I sold the cafe first because that was hurting the most. And then I sold the restaurant next because that was hurting next. And then I only had my chip shop left. And then I discovered eBay <laughs> because I, it's just me. I, I, I One door closes, another door opens. And I also dabbled, uh, I bought my first buy to let in 2011. Now, I'm not a very quick learner. It took me another two years to buy another one in 2013. Now, I was still doing all this work by myself, by the way. So I was running the chip shop, running the eBay business, and refurbing the property, uh, stripping all the wallpaper, painting it, uh, fitting the shelves. I was doing everything. You're putting that shift in that we were talking about before. Yeah, yeah. And then at 2015, my back was against the wall, really. I had another, you know, seminal period in my life. I, I, I can't do this. It's to do with what you're happy with. I was uh, putting a shift in. The, the, the takings weren't going anywhere. And my two buy-to-lets were, were just trickling along. I wasn't doing anything. It was passive income. And I revisited the idea of, you know, rich dad, poor dad, this thing about acquiring assets, building passive wealth. So I took massive action. I, um, I got educated in property seriously. I got rid of the, I disposed of the chip shop. Again, another motivated sale. But I knew I was on bigger things. And now I do property full time. And I've never looked uh -huh. back. I am financially free and I've never looked back. That's brilliant. So what makes you get up in the morning nowadays, John? Uh, the alarm clock, firstly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've got this energy. I've got this because financial freedom. Now, for people who haven't experienced it, I'm 49. Yeah, I've experienced it, you know, for a year and a half now. It gives you such liberty. It really does. It gives you so much energy and you get to create and play again. The feeling of... Do you know what? You know, if I want to take a day off, I'll take a day off. Now, work doesn't mm -hmm. seem like work anymore. Work and play and family all blends in. And I don't, I, I don't know where work stops and where work starts. I, it's really weird, mm -hmm. but I'm not, not dreading it. And I'm compelled. I'm more than ever to compel to show, to, to inspire other people to make the same choice that I have and get them out of the rat race. That's what gets mm. me up in the morning, you know, really. Yeah, I mean, I've done, you, yeah. various, I've done various things to, to, to do that. Basically, I've set up a, a monthly property meeting and it's been running for, for 11 months now. I started with seven people. Now we continually have about 30, 35 people. That's and, brilliant. Yeah, I just feel so... I just want to give them so much content. I just want to inspire and not just talk the talk but also do the walk the walk and be the no bullshit no fluff in your face take massive action person because i've done it i'm nothing special you know you can do it you know stop having a, these excuses because i had them before i understand it totally where they're coming from all this fear and it's all it's all just not real i'm just helping people uh, overcome that and that gets me up Oh, brilliant. So what's a typical day for you nowadays then? Oh, a typical day. Where do I start? I mean, I've never been an early riser. And for the last mm. few months, I've been trying to get up at 
five o'clock. That's not very. That's early enough. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm struggling at six now, but I think I'll keep it at six. It's comfortable because uh, I always thought I was the person that can burn the midnight oil and work. But do you know what? Doesn't give me the best clarity. I'm at the stage in my life where I need to do a lot more strategic thinking, a lot less of the nitty gritty, because mm. I have a few virtual assistants. I also have a team, a refurb team in, in Glasgow. So I really need to be working on my business and waking up at six o'clock gives me that clarity before the hustle and bustle starts at nine o'clock. Where yeah. I need to take my youngest child, Jack, to school, which is a privilege. I mean, most people mm-hmm. don't get that. When I was working in Hong Kong in my day job, I never got that, you know, never got that. Chance. No, no. Oh, that's brilliant. So at least, at least that gives you opportunity to, like you say, get clarity in the morning. And that would obviously make your day structured more. Oh, yes. I've, I call this big rocks, my big rocks mm-hmm. for the day. These are like two or three things I must concentrate like 70, 80%. It's the 80, 20 rule again. So, you yeah. know, you get all sorts of noise. There's, there's emails coming in, there's text, there's, oh, just whole bundle of things. But I always try to focus every now and then to look back. What is it I'm trying to achieve today? My two, three big rocks that I'm trying to shift, mm-hmm. at least make progress because a lot of people, they don't focus strategically. We're all busy. We're busy breathing. We're busy eating. We're busy talking. We're busy. We're busy, but we're not busy moving our lives ahead if that makes sense yeah yeah so how driven are you to succeed john well i think you can hear it from the voice i mean i've always been driven but i think by getting educated self-development and not shelf development and taking massive action hanging around with people who play at my level or a higher level and getting inspired changing my whole mindset towards money success i used to think that you know i wasn't like envious of people with money i thought these people were special they must have been born with special powers and and i can't be them do you know what it's all that's all bs because you can Mm. learn it like anything in life you can learn it there's nothing Mm. that can't be learned success is a learnable trait it's just some people are more natural to it uh, and some people just need to learn harder. But if you don't give up, you will succeed. That is guaranteed. If you believe it enough, it's all to do with your mindset, your self-perception. And you've got that, it will come to you in the end. Now, I can't guarantee mm-hmm. when it will come, but if you believe that, it will. I believe if you take the journey, the destination will will be there. That's what I'm trying to get across. Okay. So you've put a lot of effort into your own personal development. I know that myself. So what made you do that? Well, what made me do that? I revisited Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I went to some property meets and I just did a little bit. There's so much stuff on the internet these days. There's so much knowledge. You can go to YouTube, you can get audio books. And I just felt inspired. I really hated working in the chip shop. You know, I felt I was born on this earth to do a lot more. Mm. I lost a lot of negative, you know, to 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 fill my brain with new stuff, uh, Andy. What I had to do was I had to empty the old stuff that was holding me back. I had to be a reborn. I had to be a new person. Now, I had a lot of negative stuff uh, with my childhood 
about feeling small. I was raised by my grand and came back to this country when I was eight. And I felt like a fish out of water. I didn't belong. I didn't speak English. So I got bullied. There was a lot of pressure because I'm the oldest child in a Chinese family. The oldest child sets the example. I can't go astray. And it's all that stuff that I had to go through in my head to get rid of it, and which gave me a new, whole new view of the world. And the world is really your oyster for the take. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about your online investing, John. I know you had some success doing that too. Oh, yes, yeah. I, I still run my eBay business, you know, although it now it's not something that drives me and inspires me. Didn't you have a bit of success with um, a couple of stars, let's say? Is it J-Lo? <laughs> And Kim Kardashian. Yeah. To drop a couple of names. Well, what did I sell? Yeah, what did they use? Yes, I sold. <laughs> hey, I'm a typical guy, but I sold hair extensions. Now, right. I, why did I do hair extensions? People ask me, do you know anything about hair extensions? Do you cross dress? No, I don't do any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I am just an opportunist. I saw an opportunity. It was the trendy thing. 2011. I researched eBay. Self-taught myself, and I bought some stock, and I just went with it. It grew from a, a very small business to something that would have totally replaced my income if the fashion had kept up. Now it's a fashionable thing. Now it's just kind of bubbling along. I'm waiting for the next mm-hmm. trends or something. But my my virtual assistants run that business uh, for me. I'm totally like hands free now. Oh, brilliant. But back in the day, you had one tremendous year, I believe. I don't, I'm not going to mention the figures oh, yeah, I moved yeah. between you and the tax man, but uh, nevertheless, you had a crazy year. I had a and, crazy uh, year, yes. Just goes to show these things can work, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Okay. So, John, do you keep fit? I do. I do keep fit because I believe a fit body will give you a fit mind or also a mm-hmm. fit mind might give you a fit body. I believe in energy. Money is energy. Business is energy. Action is energy. Everything is energy. Now, if your body, if your brain wants to do something or your mind wants to do something and your body can't keep up, you're not going to be feeling great. So it's all about flow to me. So, you know, I do work out about three times a week. I do swim. I love swimming because I think I, you know, at my age, I don't have I don't have that many friends to play team sports and stuff. And I, you know, and I just do solitary stuff like go to the gym and swim because swim's really good for the lungs because I think you need a good pair of lungs if you're working 14 hour days like I do. Mm -hmm. What about journaling, John? Because it's something I'm really trying to get into big time now. Well, I tried it for a bit. Um, My discipline is not good. I... My neighbor. (laughs) Yeah, my, my daughter's fantastic. She's doing journaling you know, gratitudes and stuff like that. She's really good on that. And I should actually take a leaf out of her book and do it. I I don't take stock. I don't, yeah, I I really should start journaling. I think me and you are similar because a couple of things you've said resonate with me, the staying up late (laughs) plus also doing too many things at once. And it does dilute from some of the things that you should be more successful at but nevertheless we both enjoy it we've had this conversation before we'll be doing loads of things and you know it's what drives us on so hey ho as they say hey ho yeah so uh, can you tell us about a way that you've affected other people's lives yeah i mean this is what i'm i'm really passionate about doing and this is helping people mentoring people 
dare I say, mentoring. I'm not really a guru. I, and I don't mean I'm a guru or whatever, I'm an expert. No, I'm not an expert. Now, that doesn't deposition me. What I'm trying to say is I'm just a messenger. Listen, guys, I've got a message to tell you. This is what happened to me. I can do the same for you. Now, I used to have all the false, all the, you know, uh, the fear of rejection, the fear of uh, not or not being accepted, the, uh, the fear of failure, the fear of looking silly, all that sort of stuff. And I've managed to break through all that stuff. And I try to inspire people. Now, on my, one of my recent mentees, I actually got her crying. <laughs> yes, I got her crying. And now... What did you say? Well, I just said, listen, listen, you know, she gave me this excuse, that excuse, this excuse, all excuses. We, we are the best at making excuses. Yeah, whenever something can't be done, it's this, it's this, it's this. Oh, but I can do it. Oh, but you're different. No, it's another excuse. Does that make sense? So it's all excuses. Mm. I really said to, you know, I don't care who has taught you before or whatever, but no more BS, yeah, no more excuses, yeah? And then... Get on with it. Mm. And then she basically broke down. It was a group mentoring session. And at the end, she says, wow, it's given us so much more clarity. And it's a big weight off her shoulders because everybody in the group helped out as well. To build her back up, to change someone, you need to break them down and build them back up again, if that makes sense. Mm. So well, she, welcome to you guys. Yeah, I really hope I can still do more for her, you know. But now I've got somehow her negative mindset away it all starts with the mindset because the actions that we that we do is all to do with the mind so me and you can look at exact same situation and my mindset and your mindset might be different i will take it as an opportunity you might be problem oriented so i'm always a solution oriented person and i always look at every problem i wouldn't even call it a problem every issue as how can i solve this who can help me and try to work it out. Instead, I'm trying to instill that in my mentees. So what's your latest projects, John? Well, to name a few, <laughs> I really want to do more of the training. I specialize in service accommodation. Is that like Airbnb type Airbnb, products and stuff like yes, that? Yes, Airbnb, yeah. booking.com for people who don't yeah. know that. Yeah, holiday lets, uh, so to speak. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I just feel it's one of the best strategies out there. It is a business. It's not, uh, it's not passive, but I am very passionate about teaching people how to do it and offering uh, a letting service to uh, if they don't want to do it. And I also offer JV opportunities to my mentees and investors. Okay. So we're tailing down a little bit now, John. Okay. Can you tell us, do you have any gifts or offers for the listeners? Yeah, I do. Yeah, since it is you, Andy, and we are buddies, oh, and me. I, it's definitely me. I would love to look after your audience. I'm more than happy to give a free ebook: Ten Principles of Investing in Service Accommodation Property. That's brilliant. It seems to be one of the latest investment strategies that people are having, particularly in property, because some people invest across a whole range of products. But in particular, it seems to be high yielding for properties at the moment. A lot of people are interested. Oh, and that's not all because it is you. It is you. <laughs> I've got some... What else you got, John? Yeah, I mean, I'm more than happy for, for somebody to, to call or a mentoring call, whatever you want to call it, uh, and okay. help them along in their property journey. If they need it. Brilliant. Okay. First person that contacts me or how, how do you want to do it? I, I'm open to 
as many calls as you want. Okay, I'll get some people off the streets. We have hundreds of calls tomorrow. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll be in central London getting people to call you. Don't worry. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'm ready for it. You're up for it. Okay, John. Listen, um, you've been brilliant. John, I've been Andy Arter. Thanks very much for being on the show. Could you just tell us before we go, what's the best way to contact you? You can find me on Facebook, John Lee Mann. That's J-O-H-N-L-E-E and then man, M-A-N with just one N. And also you can email me at john at dragonrentalslimited.com. That's limited spelled L-I-M-I-T-E-D.com. Okay, that's brilliant. Thanks very much, John. You're welcome, Andy. Anytime. Thank you. Take care. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And until next time, start transforming your wealth and health now.